Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Alicia Shanice Reviews. I am your host, it's your girl Shanice, coming back at you with another podcast. We are on the lovely episode of 197 today. Today's topic is Big Sky, Season 3, episode titled Come Get Me, with the description reading, Buck Struggles with His Moral Ambiguity. And this episode was very strong, so we're going to get into it. We're going to break it down. We're going to dissect it scene by scene like we do over here on this platform. After that, I will play the trailer. Um, For episode eight, which airs in two weeks, you know how Big Sky does us. We get that two-week break, and it returns. And then I will play a sleeper in my Joe Budden style shot out to the pod father. Um... As always, you guys know, you can always hit me up, even if it's just to say what's up. If it's for a recap request, you guys know I take requests. It could be for a TV show, a movie, a docuseries, um, a television show, whatever you guys want. Just hit me up and tell me you want me to recap it. I'll get it out to you. Or if you want me to shout out any brand or business that you're working on, Facebook is Alicia Shanice. Instagram, Alicia Shanice Reviews. Email is Alicia Shanice Reviews 13 at gmail.com. Don't forget you can follow um, my playlist. They're exclusively on Spotify. If you type in Shanice Loves, you'll find my picture profile. Click on that and it takes you to each playlist I have made. And your girl got some long range music ears. So I got some good playlists there for every genre. So check that out. So let's go ahead and get into the show and talk Big Sky. Shanice and she's the one. Her name is Shanice and she's the one. So this episode opens with our girl Denise entering into the PI office, opening up for the day. And when she walks in, she finds it's been ramshacked. Of course, she noticed someone is still in there. So she hides under the desk and we see a man walking out of there with the mask on. In the next scene, we see it wasn't Buck because I was thinking maybe he was in there. But there was him in the woods with an hysterical Sonny who's trying to think fast about a way to handle the Mary situation. Cause remember he, you know, sliced and diced Miss Mary up when she was a little too smart for her own good and figured the shit out of what they did to what they could have done to Paige. Of course we know they didn't do anything to Paige, but you know, she knew something was off with all of the lies she was catching Sonny up with. And it just looked at very, very, very suspicious. So Buck had to think twice because, you know, he does anything for the cause of Miss Sonny, the love of his life. So he sliced and diced her. So um, <clears throat> they put their heads together and quickly comes to the conclusion. Let's blame Luke, who already looks suspicious. So after that, we go to the next scene and Jenny and Bo arrive at the PI office regarding a break-in. And like I said, at first I was thinking, cause it didn't show who was in there. So I automatically assumed it was Buck, but it wasn't Buck. So we seen that. So they, you know, put their heads together. They talk and we see Denise and Cassie are still both pretty shooken up about 
the break-in, especially Cassie, because it brings back memories of her dad with Ronald killing him in that office. So, you know, Jenny is going to be there for Cassie. They have built a sisterhood friendship, and she tells her, you know, you can come work this case down at the station because the intruder was going through all of their files, and the only thing he took was the bleeding heart case. So, <clears throat> He also left something, you know, with a sign saying, come get me. So we see when they will all walk out of the office, we see a man from the corner in his truck watching as they exit the building. So we know it's not Buck at this point, but we don't know if it's Walt. So we're still thinking because it's at the beginning of the episode. When we get into the next scene, we see Duno and Tanya. They're keeping their eyes on Luke and... Here comes Weird Avery, who none of us trust, right? <laughs> Asking questions. They trade off question for question. You know, Tanya's going to come back with Slick and Duno's going to sit there like the, the Duno he is. Child, Duno is just Duno. We have no name for him. We can just say Duno will be Duno. So Avery kind of throws a small threat telling them that he knows that they're looking in the loop. And we see Avery is not to be trusted. So after that, we go back to Buck and Sonny. They continue working on a plan and they move Mary's body. While Sonny fake cries like she's all hysterical. Like, why did you have to kill her, Buck? Child, Sonny, <laughs> Sonny is something else. So the whole scene gets weirder and weirder as Sonny leaves and Buck smells the blood on his hand from Mary. It was just weird. It's making us think, okay, at first we thought, you know, only Walt was the one that was a little out there. Then we seen Sonny didn't, you know, he didn't fall too far from the tree with Sonny being his mom because we seen she was out there. And we just thought Buck was just this loving husband, you know, just trying to stand by his woman and protect her at all costs. But the way he was sniffing that blood and looking all psychotic, we're seeing hey it's a family of you know okay so we get into the next scene jenny Bo, and cassie go to work they get to the station they put all the clues together get the connecting the dots connecting everything to the old case looking at who was the suspect at that time um see that files are missing from the original case so they know it's all connected um so, you know, Bo, his head goes straight to being a father and he's thinking like, okay, if this is connected to a case that happened at Dead Man's Drop 20 years ago, we got a missing backpacker and he came up dead. We got a man living in the woods who, you know, looked at crazy uh, trees with hearts carved out, um, a weird man driving a truck, trucks on fire. He's thinking, let's get Emily the hell out of there as he should being a father and, a, you know, a sheriff. So we get into the next scene. And while Sonny is being Sonny, going through things to cover up her and Buck's crime, Court Mike sneaks up on her. And every time Miss Sonny gets busted, I laugh my ass off because she is so funny. Reba is playing this character. She gets to laughing. Oh boy, I didn't see her. When did you get back? You stuck up on me. <laughs> And Cormite, he's getting suspicious by the day of both of his parents. He knows they're up to something. He knows that, you know, something is not right. It's all these weird things happening. So Cormite is becoming very suspicious of both of his parents. So she sends him out on a wild um, goose chase to get some 
um, <clears throat> blood pressure medicine for his father. And he's just looking at her like, okay, mom, I don't know what you're up to, but I'll play along. I'll go out to the pharmacy. And so we get into the next scene. And Duno and Tanya talk about the case. And Duno was like, you know what? I'm finally doing what I want to do. I'm, you know what I'm saying? Got a legit business. I have the best partner in the world. You know, the hell with it. Let's just cut our losses and go back to running our diner and, you know, real estate. But Tanya thinks otherwise. So she thinks, you know, let's set up a meeting because now that we know that it's 15 million involved, let's double the fee. So Duno ends up gifting Tanya with a little gift. And I have to say, I think my man's is in love. I think Mr. Duno is in love. <laughs> so we go into the next scene and Jenny and Bo go visit Mr. Cobb, a retired cop who was first on the scene the night of the crime um, that was 20 years ago. And we see he actually still has the original file. And it looks like it could have been Blair's which was the girl who was murdered 20 years ago, her boyfriend at the time. He was the suspect, but his father was well-connected. So Mr. Cobb took the file because he didn't believe anything that they were saying and was hoping that somebody would find him one day so he could get this information and get this case closed. I mean, you know how sometimes cops get overzealous about things and they know something is not right when it's a lot of cover-ups, they will do stuff like this. So... <clears throat> We get into the next scene and Cassie and Denise head back out to the woods and they locate more clues about Blair along with a necklace. So we see it's just more and more stuff coming up, popping up about this 20 year old cold case. And um, if I so this is where it gets confusing that they're calling her Blair. But I thought when Walt was describing what happened 20 years ago to Paige, he said her name was Meredith, if I'm not mistaken. So we'll see where that leads because we see Walt, you know, his picture does pop up later on in the scene. So we'll talk about that. I'm jumping far ahead. But that's just something I didn't want to forget. I thought he told Paige the girl's name was Meredith. So. We see Cormite becoming more and more suspicious of his parents. Um, he asks his father about the medicine and he plays it off like, you know, do what your mother says. So we go to the bar. And we got a little tune playing. We got a little band playing. Hear the wind go. And Tanya and Duno go see the guy for the double up. Since they know 15 million is involved in this and you know, other people are also looking for Paige and Luke, and they call Avery a shady fi finance guy. So now we know a little bit about, uh, more about Avery. We know he's a finance guy, and we know he's shady as hell. That's no surprise, right? So the guy who ordered them to do the job tells them, you know, it's time to just ask Mr. Luke off, like, <laughs> literally. So he orders them to kill Luke, which we know is no problem for Duno. And the way how Tanya act now is probably not going to be not even a problem for her because our girl Ren rubbed off of her in a long way in season two. So we get into the next scene. And Emily tells Luke Tanya and Duno left for a while. So he warns her. He like, look, you need to get up out of here. It's a lot of people on this trip that are not good people. 
So he takes off and her little nosy self goes to following after him. And all I could think about was, Emily, go sit your ass down. <laughs> go somewhere where your mother is at or even Shady Avery because you're a child. I understand you want to be little Miss Detective. But if he warning you that something ain't right and if we already suspicious his girlfriend and went missing and he's sleeping with the next woman and it's just a lot of shady stuff, you do not need to follow him, Miss Emily. Go sit down. But Emily couldn't hear me because I was talking through the tv so she kept on going so we go into the next scene and jenny and Bo go looking for joe walker who is blair's ex-boyfriend and was a suspect at the time of the murder and father was well connected but now it looks like he ain't nothing but a you know a meth dealer or shall we say even a meth user he's living in this raggedy place his meth labs all over it and he's hiding up in the attic in the wall so they take him into custody after Bo cracks his ass down from the ceiling and joe walker he gets to talking he tells jenny and Bo. He loved Blair. He did not kill her. He goes on to tell them about her father acting weird that night. And then it cuts to Cassie. She goes to see Mr. Lucas, who is Blair's father, about Blair. And at first, you know, it looks a little weird. And it looks like he might have done it. But then it just looks like after, you know, they calm him down and he calms down and everybody calms down. He's just an obsessed father wanting to find out who murdered his daughter. So, you know, we're getting somewhere. We're getting somewhere. We're connecting all of the dots, shall we say. We got, you know, Paige and Mr. Luke. We got Avery, you know, the shady finance guy who's somewhere, some somehow intertwined in this now we got tanya and duno working on the same case it's all tied to the 20 year old case with Walt, sunny and buck and um you know the blairs and at the sunny day and with dead man's trail so it's all coming together very very smoothly so as emily is trying to find luke she finds mary's body and goes crazy running directly into Buck, who looks like a serial killer with that horse. <laughs> but he doesn't do anything to her. He brings her back. It goes back, and we see Cassie. She's still working with um Mr. Lucas, and she locates an old picture of a teenager who was in the woods that night of the murder, who looks to be like a teenage Walt. So all of the dots are connecting, and that's what made me a bit confused because I thought he told Paige the girl's name was Meredith. Now it's Blair. So, you know, I could be wrong, but that's what I thought. Um, but we'll see how all this connects and brings back everything full for him. So Buck ends up bringing Mary's body back. All of the other visitors at Sunny Day, they go hysterical, you know, of course, Emily's mother, she goes crazy. Um, and we we pretty much know that Bo and Jenny and Cassie will be right up there, especially after they found another um dead body. So <clears throat> after that, Paige runs into Luke. <sighs> she like, hey baby, missed me. He's sitting there looking crazy, and all we see is Walt right behind him. And what do you know after that? We got to wait two weeks to see what happened. 
But this was a very, very solid episode. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I hope you guys enjoyed my recap. I hope you guys are enjoying season three of Big Sky. I love this show. I love the writing on it. I love how, you know, every season they change things up and they keep us wanting more and more and more. And when they do these two week breaks, it's irritating because all we want is more and more and more. But I love how it's coming all together. So what I'm about to do is play the trailer and then I have a sleeper for you guys. So please don't go anywhere. Let's talk about the trailer and then I hope you guys enjoy the sleeper I have picked out. All right, Big Sky returns in November, uh, November 16th, so that's two weeks, and that's called Duck Hunting. <laughs> it looks like Walt is going to threaten to kill Luke. For some reason, I don't think he's going to do it, though. I don't think um, Luke is going anywhere. Um, Paige has Walt wrapped around her little finger. Um, it shows Cassie interrogating buck about walt's picture and it looks like he's saying yes but that's the trailer they always throw us off on the trailer but it also shows them looking for walt and sunny's telling him to leave and we see Bo has arrived and he's consoling emily so you know with all this going on they're finding the dead dead body up there which is mary Bo and jenny aren't going anywhere they are on this case and everybody is considered a suspect so it looks like it's going to be an interesting episode that i can't wait for so big sky does return in two weeks and i have plenty of content i'll be dropping to um for in, in that two weeks i've got some big things planned for november so i hope you guys stay tuned for that um also i will be recapping uh dead to me for the first time, I've watched both seasons, but this is the last and final season. I wasn't recapping when this was out originally, but I really enjoy it. I love Christina Applegate. Um, grew up on her when I was a child. <clears throat> Uh, don't tell mom babysitter don't tell mom the babysitter is dead was one of my favorite childhood movies and of course everybody loved al bundy married with children so i love christina applegate and dead to me does return um november 17th so maybe we'll do a weekend marathon because we know how netflix does they drop everything the same day so all 10 episodes will be out so if you guys are for it i'm down for um a weekend marathon i think that'll be very fun so um, we're going to go ahead and play my sleeper that I have picked out for you guys. This is off of my Shanice Loves Rock playlist. Um, let me get that together. Um, Nobody Lives Without Love by Mary Black. Hope you guys enjoy this. Sure, I was even alive. 
nobody lives without love mary black uh, mary black um i'll be back on tomorrow for my uh bmf docuseries recap we're gonna recap all three episodes um and i'll explain why i'm late doing that tomorrow <clears throat> depression is at an all-time high it's a lot going on remember guys to protect your energy if you have someone in your life that is an enemy to your energy do not be afraid to you know cut ties with them and break that chain um it doesn't have to be in a negative way but remember to put yourself first and remember that you only have one life to live and you want to live it to the fullest you know it's never too late um remember to move in boldness and go after your dream and never let anyone tell you what you can't do because the sky is the limit we're living in very strange times so never try to go to bed angry um always try to forgive you don't have to forget but forgive 
never forget to tell your loved ones that you love them. It's a lot going on. So I want to tell you guys, I thank you for your support genuinely, humbly. And I tell you guys, I love you guys. I love my podcast family. I love my support. Um, that's why I always say if you guys are working on something, I don't care if it's small, big, whatever, hit me up free of charge. I don't mind shouting it out. I don't mind shouting out your business, your brand. If you want to say what's up, that's fine too. Sometimes people can be at the edge and one little nice word of just saying hello, a hug, a smile could save someone's life their day. So just try to protect your energy and remember that the sky is the limit. Try not to be in competition with anyone, whatever is meant for you. If it's really meant for you and God has it set for you, no man can take that away. So I will be on tomorrow. I plan on dropping two podcasts. Uh, we have 198 and 199 for the 200th episode. I really want to do something special. Um, I do have something I'm working on and I think you guys will enjoy it. Um, it got pushed back a little bit, but it will drop before the end of November. Um, but yeah, I'm just going to keep pushing over here, doing the best I can. And I, you know, hope everything is going good with you guys. And just remember every day is not going to be bright and sun, but you know what, as long as you wake up another day, you know, God blesses you with another day to wake up. That's a blessing. And it's never too late to get up every day you get up. That's another chance to get out there and say, you know what, I'm not going to take this day for granted. Every day you wake up, every day you breathe breath, every day you open your eyes, that is a blessing. So just try not to live in anger and know that everything does not come easy, but it's always another day. <clears throat> so I love you guys. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. And um, as far as Big Sky, I'll be back with that in two weeks. But we're going to still continue to drop content over here, especially um, supporting the brand of 50 Cent, the Greenlight Gang. Y'all know I support everything 50 Cent. So I'll explain why I'm late on the BMF recap tomorrow. And I'll get that docuseries recap out as well. And I have another uh, pod I have to get out. And then we'll have our 200th episode celebration, probably a music episode. So on that note, it's your girl Shanice. And I'm out. Hope you enjoyed the show with your girl Shanice. Thank you.